Thank you for tuning in to another segment of Outside the Box. I am your host, One, the CEO, and today I have a flaming segment. We're talking about the game and how the hustle is sold separately. So I need you guys to buckle up your seatbelts because you're now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. It's so good to have you all back. I want to welcome any new watchers or listeners that are tuned in and tapped in today. Today I have a dear friend of mine, and he is an amazing talent. He's been in this music industry for quite some time. We've done a few little collaborations that we haven't put out yet. Okay. But I want you guys to give it up for Rags. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. Nah, thank you for having me. Man, so I know all about you. But I want our watchers and our listeners to know more about you. So can you tell them what it is that you do? Okay, well, um, first of all, my name is Rags, and uh, I'm an entertainer, but uh, also I'm just a realist. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, uh, you know, through my music, I, I use it as a platform to just uh, bring awareness to Life's ill. Like, even before the world was what it is right now, that's always been my motive, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A poet right. of some sort. So And conscious. You t you're a storyteller that, yeah. you know, people can relate to. So I felt mm -hmm. like right now this is a day and time where people really should familiarize themselves with who you are. If they mm -hmm. haven't heard Absolutely. of you or don't know who you are, this is a great time for them to figure it out. That's true. That's so I true. definitely want to bring you on so that you can come and be outside the box with the rest of us. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, how long have you been doing music? Because I met you, when I met you, you was doing music, so. Man, I've been doing music since I was a kid. Um, how I really got started, it's a crazy story, but uh, so basically, like, I was in elementary school, I was, um, selling candy and just saving money. In between saving money, my grandma would send me these savings bonds and I had accumulated somewhere along like the lines of seven to $800. Mm -hmm. And um, one day uh, I came home and my, my money in my shoebox was just gone. My mother and my father had gotten into it. Long story short, he stormed off, burned off, and didn't come back for like, it seemed like 30 days, but you know, it probably wasn't that long. Mm -hmm. My perception of time was different, but long story short, my father came back with studio equipment, and um, I've been rapping ever since. Like, I fell in love with music that, that year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when he stole my money, I was mad. I was like, you know, I asked my mama, she like, that's your daddy, but you know that. Yeah, you know, but he didn't steal it. He just invested it for you. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, that's he, what it was. He took your choice away, but yeah, it actually turned yeah, out to, nah, to yeah, your benefit. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. exactly. maybe you just didn't know what to do with it, and he saw well, something in no you that needed to be nurtured. You know so, yeah. you know, he kind of just forced me to, you know, come out of my shell and, and do it for real. Shout out to Pops. Dabbling, yeah. yeah, Tony G, what's up, man? Yeah, shout out to him, man. I met him. I know him. I Absolutely. can't act like I don't, so shout out to yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah, so you actually did a video, a song, mm -hmm. and um, it's amazing. It shout out Houston, and some I saw some landmarks. Yeah, ball in like Harden, ball like Harden. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how did you came about the whole idea? Uh, when ball like Harden came out, uh, at first I just heard the beat. 
You know what I'm saying? I was sitting there and I just heard a beat in, in a matter of like five, ten minutes, I just started ball like hard and ball like hard. Mm -hmm. I was already, I'm already a Rockets fan, you know. You can go back and, and do the research. I've been a Rockets fan, but this beat just spoke to me. And we had Harden on the team. This was like uh, maybe like three years ago. And that year we ended up going all the way to the finals and losing game seven. Okay. But when I heard the song, I didn't own the beat. I had somebody make the beat within a matter of seven days. We made the beat, shot the video. I started um just promoting the song right in front of the Toyota Center uh, when people would come out the game. And I got an interview on Channel 13, 39. I saw you and all over the news. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of how it um just started kind of taking off. But people still been like, man, have you gotten a song to Harden yet? Has has Harden heard the song? I'm like, nah, Harden ain't heard it yet. They were like, man, James Harden need to hear the song, you know? Well, if anybody's listening <laughs> or watching, y'all need to send this segment to James Harden. Man, please We're going to let man. you take a look at this video. I just want him to add it to his playlist. Like, he don't even got to, you know, blow it up or nothing. I just well, we want to Mama, I will be a star. 
No, I broke a heart when I broke the law. Some married to the game, some sun that laws. Where they drip candy down the MLK Boulevard. Ace time I sit at. Beyonce's Malay Michelle's everywhere, but guess what? Everything ain't pretty. We taking no L's, we winning. Players, gangsters, hustlers, huddled up like what's the play? My whole team, they with us. We ain't trying to bow like Harden. Chain my and me Harden. Boy trying to bow like Harden. Where I'm from, where I'm from. Toyota, the state with a garden. Boy trying to bow like Harden. Ace time I beg your pardon. That's where I'm from, where I'm from. Yeah. And you ain't gotta be from that ace, man. Any player from anywhere can respect another player, man. You know what I'm saying? Teamwork make the dream work, man. Paul, Ariza, Gordon, Pella. You know what I'm saying? From the trade to the park, from the sunny to the clock, studio to the bloody nigga, man. All the hoods in between, man. On the inside, man. Some heat, and, and you sitting in the studio all laid back and chill and uh, soft spoken, and then you came out dropping bars. Yeah, that's me, man. People say, I, people say I transform, you know, like when it's time to do music, but I really am like laid back. But and somebody kind of put it in a in a better perspective for me the other day because I was like, man, I'm really shy. You know, they like you're not shy when somebody has something to say, you got something to say back. You just mm-hmm. quiet, you know what I'm saying? So right. I'm more observant than anything, but. Yeah. You know, when I'm passionate about something, whatever it is, music or whatever, I'm going to And I see you had moms, Miss Hassian, in the the video. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, my mother, you know. She was shooting up that H-Town. My mother been supportive. All my family, uh, Chastity, uh, you know, I was trying to get you in the video. Right, I was booked that day. I was trying to get you in the video, but I ended up uh, getting this lady, um, Chastity, with uh, Ven Game Modeling. I ended up signing to her modeling company. It's an agency for acting, talent, all kind of different stuff, but... uh, she ended up pulling up for me, so it was a blessing, you know. Now, once you started making, like, headway with your career, because mm-hmm. it was at one point in time, especially when you were consistently living in Houston, you mm-hmm. were getting booked pretty frequently. How did that change the course of your decisions? Um, As far as getting booked? Just, know as far as how you dealt with people, life, general, like, how did you change? Did you change the way you moved at all once you started noticing your growth? Yeah, I did. Um, I noticed a lot of, you know, lack of follow through um, with some some people in the industry. And so I had to just make discern- decisions based off discernment mm-hmm. rather than just, oh, that's shiny or, you know what I'm saying, oh, that looks good, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and it kind of just led me in the path of, seeing more results versus just spinning my wheels, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because a lot of people promise you stuff on a daily basis, but it don't necessarily be what they say. So you got to down there do research and dissect what they saying and go, right. you know, go back and see if it's legit or not, you know. And so then you had those cases where sometimes people legitimately, ju- legitimately mean well when uh-huh. they promise you something, but yeah. life happens in their life yeah, to where true. they can't live up to their promise and it happens. That's true. I never got, you yeah. know, I, but I learned also to, um, you know, take my emotions out of it, you know, because right. it's business, you know, right. at the end of the day, like how somebody runs their business is not personal. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can't take it personal, but I just got to keep moving in that direction and hope they don't take it personal. 
because I'm going to keep moving, you know. And that's how I ended up in New York. Yeah, you know, I, I always ask, you know, people that come on the show that decides mm-hmm. to live outside the box and chase their dreams mm-hmm. about their support team. Did you have a support team when you started? Uh, I absolutely had a support team. Um, people that I least likely expected became my support team, just people from my neighborhood. Um, of course, my, my mother, my sister, my father. You know, indirectly, they supported me in different ways. Um, my community, you know. Right. I'm from Third Ward. It's a lot of people from Sunnyside that I'm close with, and just Houston in, in general. In general. You know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I had a support team, people that just did different stuff, whether it's show up to my show or, you know, buy an album or, mm-hmm. you know, d- download and stream, you know. Stuff now, like I that. hear also a lot of people, they always talk about, it doesn't matter what city you go to. Some people say it's just Houston. Some people say, oh, it's in, like that in L.A. Mm-hmm. When you decided to venture off, how were you received in different cities as opposed to how you received in Houston? Was the support, like, was it a big man, variance in your support there? Shout out to New York, man. New York, they, they treat me like my second home. You know what I'm saying? Cultural Bassers, A.B., um, my boy Fred. That's my production team. I went out there, I met a guy named Jamal on a on a yacht, like two years prior to me going to New York. Mm-hmm. And by word of mouth, he told a friend about me. Two years later, that friend reached out to me because I rapped on a beat that he had used and was trying to get the sample clear to. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're about to re- release that this week. It's called Angels in the Cloud. Okay, okay. So it's like you plant seeds and then mm-hmm. three years later, here we are three years later and that song is about to come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now speaking of going to New York, you kind of, well, I know the story, but of course mm-hmm. they don't know the story. When you decided to move to New York, you, it was like an instinctual nudge that you just was willing to risk it all man can you tell <laughs> us about that because this is like really living outside the box literally man so can you give us a little insight on absolutely that story? absolutely i believe man listen everything comes to the light so what's the point of a secret you know what i'm saying like okay i was i was thugging man like i was i was i was living what we call uh you know getting out the mud but mm-hmm. basically you know these guys the same production team i'm telling you about invited me to new york they mm-hmm. were like if you can get down here then everything else you know is going to be on us we'll produce your album that album ended up turning into a two album movie deal which is on the table right now but the process was i was working at dr pepper mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i ended up getting fired for dr pepper that's a whole nother story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but, we all got a struggle. That's what makes us. You know what I'm saying? But some long story short, somebody was jealous of me and I got into it. I got fired behind a woman that wasn't even mine. You oh, know what I'm man, saying? Oh, crazy. Okay. And, uh, but it was a blessing. You know, I was mad about it at first, but it was a blessing because it gave me the leeway to just like, you know what? I'm going to just go to New York. And I got the invitation. Mm-hmm. Now I just got to get down there. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, I know you said it ain't sensitive, but I still like it's just certain stuff I gotta uh for just just for, for other people's sake, you know what I'm saying? I but get it. If y'all ever seen the movie Hustle and Flow, um I met these dancers that uh basically like they helped me they they helped fund me to get to New York, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was it was like a mutual thing, you know, our protection, um, look out for them and make sure that uh nobody harmed them while they were doing what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And um those things like that uh, basically funded my, my trip to New York, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when I got down to New York, you know, we were still uh, doing the, the hustle and flow thing is mm-hmm. what I'm going to call it. 
Okay. And uh, we were both living in a car, me and this dancer, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Okay. While I was engaged to a woman, and okay. my woman knew about everything, it was not a secret, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. That's okay. a true story, you can, you know what I'm saying? But it's only so much I can say, say, you know what I'm saying? We hey. were hustling, though, basically, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was grimy, it wasn't, every day was not pretty, you know what I'm saying? I got footage, like, we was doc- we started documenting, because it's like, man, we really out here trying to live in New York, the biggest city that they say is the hardest to live in. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive to live out there, too. You know, yeah, it is. So you now you're back in Houston, so how yeah. is that, coming back from New York? From well, kinda like I came back through happenstance, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, a lot of things happened where I, I, I needed to come back. I needed to check on my family, you know what I'm saying? I had people that, I had situations that I needed to check on and mm-hmm. resolve, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, so that's why I came back. I didn't even plan to come back permanently. I actually lost my ID like three weeks ago. Okay, so you just here yeah. until you get your ID back. Yeah. You be traveling back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, while I was in New York, you know, I was living in my car for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was days where, you know, I was making ramen noodle top ramen in the car. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just pulling up to the gas station and putting that, uh, that water in that cup, you know, watching that soup blow up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But as the time, and and it wasn't because I had to. Let me say that, the first second week I got down there, somebody tried to sign me just off of one bar, like mm-hmm. one one verse. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, guy was like, "Man, where you stay at?" I was like, "Shit, in my car." <laughs> yeah. He was like, "You stay in your car, man. I'll get you. I'll get you a, a apartment right now. I'll pay the bill, blah, blah blah." I'm with uh he he. I'm not gonna say the record label. Yeah. But you know, what I'm saying it's a big record label. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got some big names on it, but. I already knew when I went down there with the motive of coming out to where my family could eat. It ain't even about me. Mm-hmm. If it was about me, I'd just be rapping for free because I love it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. But it's at the time where even my mom was like, you need to get paid for that. You know and what I saying? thank you for your transparency because sometimes we have people, you know, for the most part, we have people yeah. that come to the show. Yeah. And they talk about their journey but they don't always yeah. talk about the most vulnerable parts of the journey, mm-hmm. which people need to know. It's not always mm-hmm. pretty, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, this segment is basically entitled The Hustle is Sold Separately because, mm-hmm. you know, we can grind yeah. or we can want, to, we can dream all day, but the hustle is sold separately. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes with, you know, major yeah. sacrifice, but in that sacrifice you get a big reward because you can step outside of yourself and mm-hmm. say, this is what I did for me. Absolutely. So what advice could you give somebody now that, you you know you've learned a lot of lessons and you've seen a lot of things. What advice could you give somebody that's looking to venture off into music? Um, partly exactly what you just said. Uh, don't be ashamed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, make your test a testimony for real, right. and don't be ashamed of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking at my. You know, we started documenting stuff. I'm like, I'm sitting in this car, about to make a soup with some water that I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But. I'm not no regular dude. Like, I'll be looking at myself, like, not to toot my own horn, but I'm like, yeah, I know everybody can't do it. You know, even my fiance at the time, she was like, I can't believe you had the goal to just go out there like that. You know what I'm saying? I literally bought a new car the same day that I lost my job at Dr. Pepper. So I got a car note over my head, and I'm still trying to get to New York, and I'm still trying to be the man in the situation and provide for the people around me. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um... You know, I'm just like, I ain't no ordinary homeless person. Like, I'm sleeping in a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, I got right, a right. TV. And people are like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, but I, I don't been, either. But I was in a, I, I've slept in a jail cell for 24 hours a day. Like, I was in lockdown. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, you know, 
it's people on that side that's, that wish they could sleep in the Mercedes Benz. Do you think or just that, sleep under the, that part of your life, bridge. like when you, because we didn't, we didn't touch upon that, the fact that you were incarcerated, mm-hmm. do you think that that prepared you for absolutely for having to walk through this journey? Because when you're incarcerated, it's like you can adapt. Man. You learn how to adapt <laughs> quick. And so once you, you know, get out into the world to have to do without, it's like, mm-hmm. man, I ain't done it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. it's nothing. I can do this on my head. It's like once you take everything away from somebody there's nothing that you can do to them and i really feel that you know what i'm saying like it's nothing for sure you know yeah. um i ain't gonna lie the stuff that's been happening lately been a touchy subject you know yeah. but i feel like i'm built for it i'm prepared for it's it it's very triggering and um you know i'm just using the ills of my situations in the past to get through and see how i'm gonna be strategic about mm-hmm. it because it's not nothing new. It's just shining, shining right. a light so, on it. So who are some of the artists that you had a chance to work with? Because I know you travel in New York. You're working with people. You have yeah. people in H-Town that you're working Absolutely. with. Um, I think one of the most influential people that I've ever encountered, and um, I'm saying that lightly, encounter, because I didn't realize how influential it was till I got older, but a lot of people don't know. I grew up with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a fact. You can go back and, and yeah, check yeah, rap, yeah. rap fact. But yeah. my mother and Beyonce were great friends. Me, my mother and Tina Knowles were great friends when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, Tina was in my, my um, hospital room when I was born. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, I didn't realize till I got older. I'm like, damn, why won't I? Where did I get this not quitting attitude yeah. But I just remember back when Matthew used to have Beyonce and man running around the the, the, the bayou yeah, the and bayou, all that. But I was all day. there. I was yeah. there for that. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was there, and I and I subconsciously I feel like I picked up that work ethic to where nothing can stop me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna keep going and blah blah blah. So you know, even though me and Beyonce haven't worked together, I think that was one of my subconsciously most influential. You know artists that I ever encountered, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, secondly, would have to be Scarface, because I'm a fan of Scarface, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We had a song together that he didn't even know about. Apparently, the producer had just taken his verse and passed it up, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So when I met him, I was like, hey, how you feel about the verse I put on that song? He was like, what song? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know what I was talking shout about. Shout out to Scarface. Yeah, shout out to Scarface. Yeah, I hope Brother he's doing Mark. well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um fighting that COVID, but, um, you know, he didn't know about the song, but he took the time out of his day to just, after he heard my verse, he sat down and chopped it up, and he was, like, in a hurry at first, but when he heard my verse, he sat down, took the time, and chopped it up with me. We talked about everything from uh, growing old and just retiring with land, Mm -hmm. because his grandma had just passed. She was, like, 80. He was, like, she left me all this land. He was, like, man, I just want a break, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I feel what he's saying, but I'm far from wanting to break. Like right now, I feel like, I feel like the rap Nat Turner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be real, but yeah, that's dope. That's that guy was influential. It's other artists, Calvin Wayne, Ingrid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I was waiting on team. Ingrid. I knew she was coming. Yeah, that's family. <laughs> that's man. the ace right there. Man, that's yeah. like my sister. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she signed to Beyonce. So yeah. It's full circle. You know. All in the family. All mm. in the family. So tell us, you know, where where we can stay up on you. Your Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Rags Raps, R-A-G-S-R-A-P-S. Um, my YouTube, go follow my YouTube. But mainly, man, I'm trying to feed my family, so go follow my follow my Spotify account. Because <laughs> that's where that bread be coming, coming in. Coming from, you know yeah, those views, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Spotify, YouTube, 
all those those uh, avenues. Um, my website is www.ragsraps.com. Uh, I need to get a landing page on there, but y'all can go there and check out some music too. But yeah. I, I, well, go ahead. I, I no, you good, you good, you, you good. I got music coming out too, though, uh, that I don't have a link for yet, but just follow my Instagram and you'll stay in tune with everything I'm doing because that's like my platform right now until... You know, um, I get a landing page on my website. You so laid back. Am I? Yeah, you just so cool. I be feeling people think I'm cool. I be feeling nervous. Hey, like, you ain't gotta be nervous. You ready? I feel man. like Eminem, man. When he say, "Uh, on the surface, he looks calm and ready, man," but I'm always like, Ugh, "Yeah, you know what I'm it's all good." Well, I <laughs> wanna you. personally thank you for coming Appreciate on the show, sharing, you know, some intimate facts about your journey. Absolutely. Most people, you know, when they see where you are, mm-hmm. they can't. Um, conceive where you came from Mm -hmm. you know and i just think that being outside the box and being transparent about being outside the box allow Mm -hmm. the world to see us differently Mm -hmm. you know beyond the perception Mm because you know perception that's like that's trickery you know it's smoke and mirrors exactly but when we can sit and we can share our story openly Mm -hmm. you know when we share our truth we still i appreciate the platform we, we keep our power you know, yeah, because true. can't nobody hurt you with when your you own. You control the narrative. Yeah, you yeah, control the you narrative. You control the narrative. Yeah. That's right. So that's I'll, why I came up here, man. Man, I appreciate you, you man. for coming. You know, keep, absolutely kicking it with your girl. You know, we go absolutely. way, way back. Absolutely, it's like man. family. With yeah, hey, they don't. I'm know proud that. of your growth, though. Like I, I appreciate I see you. it. Like I see you. I'm inspired by it for real, and other people that I know are inspired by it. I just show them your page and. Tell them what, what I know that you have accomplished, you know what I'm saying, and where you came from. Cause but thank you. I know a little bit. But um, uh, just to reiterate, those I said those dancers, they like they want they they my friends too. Like oh, you know most what I'm definitely, so, we're not discrediting anybody. Yeah, Cause I ain't up here like or judging anybody. Hey, you know, everybody walked their path. Trying to degrade the woman, and then like we were grinding. It was a mutual thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And I'm Respect. all about upliftment of of people in general, you know what I'm saying? So. For sure. Well, that's going to wrap up our segment. So sure. I appreciate you for coming. I want all our viewers to be sure to go follow him. Absolutely. Go check out his video. It is available on YouTube. Share it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And I want to remind you guys that we are on multiple platforms. So find a platform that works for you. We're on Google Play. We're on Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, SoundCloud. And we're also on Facebook under One the CEO. So find a platform that works for you. Like us, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. I love you guys. Keep it safe, keep it cute, and keep it quarantined. I'm your host, One, outside, One the CEO, and you are outside the box. Peace. <laughs>